Have you ever had this thought, I can never seem to get ahead? Or maybe this one, I have no idea what I'm doing. We've been there, and you probably have too. Unfortunately, confusion and frustration are normal for men today. Comparison, escapism, and all kinds of regrets usually have one of these involved. But the good news is this, no matter which one you're dealing with, the answer is the same. Focus on the fundamentals. Most of the outer issues we face can be improved or even solved by dealing with a few inner markers we call the fundamentals. We believe you can begin to take your life to the next level by becoming strong in the fundamentals of your life. So we wrote a free PDF called The 4D Model, Mastering the Fundamentals of Real Success. This PDF will show you what the four fundamentals are and how these key areas are foundational to the success of every man. You'll learn how to start a journey within that transforms the way you live your life and navigate your circumstances. Now, why did we make this PDF? So you can have a tool to learn how to focus on the four fundamentals, because when you do, long-lasting success can happen in your life. Get your free copy of the 4D Model of Success at thrivingman.com. You know, there's been a stereotype thrown out at men for probably the last 50 years. It's the goofy man syndrome. You know, the guys are just kind of big buffoons. Now it's a caricature of men. And it's based on some things that are true in men, but what they do is they exaggerate them and make them this monster thing. And they, they kind of make it look like all men think about is food and sex. Now, I want to be clear. Food and sex are very important, and I think every man gets that. But men are so much more than that, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. They think men are sex-starved gluttons, but that's just not the way it is. Men throughout the centuries have done amazing things. They were leaders of thought, leaders of invention, of war, philosophy, diplomacy, religion, literature, and on and on and on. You see, the key for us as men is to understand that and to really focus ourselves, to not allow ourselves to be caricatured, to not have people tell us what we are. You see, we live in a distracted society. We just do. But we've got to remember, men have always lived in a distracted society. Thoreau, when he went to the woods to write Walden, said this, and it was a very insightful thing. He said, I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately to front only the essential facts of life and see if I could not learn what it had to teach and not when I had to die, discover that I had not lived. Isn't that amazing? He lived in a time where they didn't have social media, computers and TVs and everything. And he talked about how distracted he was. He later said that he went to the woods to suck the marrow out of life. He went to the woods to focus. Now, we do have distractions today, but men have always had distractions. The key is to fight through the distractions. That's what we have to do as men. So today we're going to look at some simple ways we can begin to improve our focus. I think you're going to love it. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I'm so glad that you joined me here today. We are in the midst of March Man Month, working on becoming better as men. 
And what we want to do is focus on some specific things that really help us uh, grow and develop as men. And today we're talking about focus and why focus is so important to us. And let me just start off by saying, I am not a master of focus. I don't think any man is. We have areas we're good at focusing on, but there's also areas that we struggle with or maybe different things that distract us. And it's kind of been that way. Like I remember when I was a junior in high school, I had this first period class and I would get to school. You know, you get up, you're rushing to get to school on time. And the teacher was a sweet lady, but she was kind of monotone and she had probably been teaching the same thing for years. So it was kind of wrote to her and it wasn't really engaging. So I fell asleep literally every class just about. I did. I would fall asleep almost every morning because I get there, I sit down, and then she starts talking and I fall asleep. And it was hilarious because later I heard that she was upset sometimes because I seemed to wake up at the most important moments to write notes and then I'd fall back asleep because I still got an A in the class. So I was kind of happy about that. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's one of those things. We all have things that we struggle in. The reality is everyone has struggles with focus at times. You're not the only one. Every man has those things. And when you read books from history, like we talked about earlier with Thoreau, men have always lamented the distractions of society and, and how many things are out there to pull us away from what's important. And that was before we even had, you know, a lot, lot of electricity and smartphones and everything. But the reality for each of us as men is we have to learn to focus ourselves. We can complain about all the distractions. We can, you know, whine and, and moan. And, and I think it just kind of becomes an excuse. You know, you hear men saying it all the time. Well, all the devices. And it's funny how the older generation makes fun of the younger generation. But when you watch the older generation, they're just as bad about their devices and things too. So people complain about it all the time. But the wild thing is no one's really getting rid of them, are they? No one's doing anything about it. You know, they're complaining while they're still looking at their phone. But what we have to do as men is it's not an all or nothing kind of thing. What we just have to do is learn how to focus. And the truth is, it's part of what makes us a man. We have to learn how to do it. And we've got to focus. And the thing we have to do as men is focus on who we are. But we also have to focus, most importantly, on who we want to be, because it's that future focus that kind of helps you with today's decisions. You see, without focus, we don't grow, we don't change, we don't do the important things. And that's why focus is a big part of our development as men. So we're going to talk about three ways you can start improving your focus today. You can start by living in reality. You can start by getting rest and you can start by practicing resets. All right, guys, the first thing we wanna talk about is living reality. One of the biggest issues many men have with their focus is their ability to delude themselves. We've all done it. Now, I'm not talking about deluding ourselves as some serious mental thing. Okay, I'm not, I'm not dealing with real mental issues. I'm talking about where we just tell ourselves things that aren't true. Men are really good at this. And there's a couple of key areas we do it in. One is overestimating. We can overestimate huge. 
we say yes to doing too many things. We think we can do it all. I don't know why we do this. There's a lot of reasons, but but we just tend to do it. I've done it. You've done it. I think all men have overestimated. I think part of it is we want to please people. You know, if you're kind of a people pleaser, you want to make people happy. You want them to think well of you. So you tend to overestimate. You want to prove yourself. I've done that where I want to prove myself to someone. So, oh, I can take on more. I can do more. And you really in your mind thinking, I don't know if I can even do this. But you want to please people. You want them to think well of you. You want to prove yourself. And some of it's kind of peer pressure. You know, we it's it's something where we want to look good in front of someone else or compete with someone else. Now, it's not always a bad thing. You know, sometimes competition brings the best out of us. So we don't want to run away from it. And we don't want to not push ourselves. We should. In fact, I saw a video a couple weeks ago of these guys doing shot put. And each one broke a record of the one before. And it was an amazing thing because each one went farther. So the next guy went farther. And so they were kind of pushing themselves and making themselves better. Competition is not a bad thing for us as men. The danger is when we get into competition and we kind of get our blinders on and we forget everything else and we overestimate how much time it's going to take, how much effort it's going to take. And we kind of lose sight of the other parts of our life. So we don't want to do that. We don't want to overestimate things. We want to kind of live in that happy medium. Now, sometimes guys can do the opposite and we underestimate. We forget how long things really take. We always seem to think the best case scenario. You know, if everything works out perfectly, it should be two weeks. But we know everything doesn't work out perfectly. And one of the things I've learned in my my small uh, experience as a handy guy, because I'm not, but I try sometimes, is most things take longer than you think. You know, it's not just doing the work. Sometimes for me, it's, oh, I forgot to get that at the hardware store. You go and you come back and, oh, I got to go get this or this doesn't fit or things like that. So, you know, sometimes we tend to underestimate. And a lot of times we do it when it comes to our time. I think of my favorite, one of my favorite characters, Mr. Incredible. In the first movie, in the very beginning, he's looking at his watch. I got time. And he keeps saying that and he almost misses his wedding. He was late to his own wedding because he kept thinking, I got time, I got time. He underestimated how long things took. And we do that. Sometimes we do it from ignorance. We just don't know. But sometimes we do it because we're kind of too positive. We think, oh, everything's going to work out well. And it just doesn't. And that's the reality. We've got to learn that balance. We've got to learn how to understand, yes, we want to be positive. I don't want to be super negative all the time. But I want to deal with some reality and not underestimate things. The other thing is sometimes guys are just really bad at judging themselves. They're not living in reality because they never stopped living in the past. Now, these guys, it's it's not good, but a lot of times it, it happens on the inside of their head. Nobody sees it, but the guy is like beating himself up. He's got impossible expectations on himself. Now, sometimes that comes from maybe the way you, know, you were raised And that should be dealt with 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 someone who can help you walk through that process. But maybe you're just one of those people who does it. You're always saying, I should have done that quicker. Other guys are better at me than this. Why can't I get it right? Some guys just naturally beat themselves up. They're their own worst critic. Or they can tend to overthink the situation. 
You know, they overanalyze everything and it paralyzes them from making a decision. It paralyzes them or they go to past events and just keep replaying them over and over. I should have said that. I wish I had said that. I wish I had done that. Now we can reflect and learn from the past and you should, but you don't want to keep living in the past. You eventually have to move on. And the other way we escape reality is we kind of come up with this doom scenario. We kind of get to where everything's going to go bad and we expect it to go bad. You know, well, oh, it's all going to go bad. She wouldn't want to go out with me. I'll blow it. I always blow it. Nobody wants to be my friend. I'm all alone. And, and you know, we kind of laugh at stuff like that. But some people really struggle with that. And so they're not living in reality. They may have friends. They might could go on dates, but they kind of doom themselves. And that's kind of a, a part of overthinking because they're overthinking the whole situation and they just don't try anything. And what we don't want to do is get out of reality. We want to live in reality. Sometimes reality hurts. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes we make mistakes and that's okay. We want to live in that reality because that helps us focus. You see, if we're not living in reality, we'll never be able to focus clearly. second thing you can do to improve your focus is get rest. Now, rest is a strange thing when it comes to men. It's really obvious, but sometimes it's the most neglected. It just is. There's a tendency we have as men to think we're supermen. You know, I can do it. I can hang. I can go without rest, but it always catches up to us. It just does. And for a lot of guys, they have a lot of rest replacements, things that they do instead of resting that they think will help them. And sometimes you do need those, but they should not be an all the time thing. Like caffeine. Some people will just overdo caffeine, energy drinks, all those things. And they're really using it as a rest replacement. And that's not healthy, you know? And then some people get into literal drugs, illegal drugs, things they think will help them get up, stay up, function well, do well in performance. And those things are addictive and they end up destroying the body. So we have to understand that. We have to understand that rest is something we need. And some men, if they're going, 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 they're always stressed, they never rest. What they'll do is they'll begin to find ways to rest that really are more like escapes. And that's where addictions come in. A lot of men who get into addictions are using them as a way to escape the stress because they're not getting enough rest. They just are. They say things like, I deserve this. It's no big deal. Nobody understands. This helps me cope. And we use that to justify a lot of addictions out there. And the addictions could be helped if we would just get the rest we need. Now, there are some rest realities that can help us get that rest. Number one is sleep. You've got to get sleep. Sleep is the simplest, easiest way to recharge our bodies. That's literally what it does. It's how we were designed to recharge. I've got an animation on my phone that when I plug my phone in, it shows an apple and it shows a plug going up and it looks like powers going up into the apple. And what it's doing is representing the phone recharging. We understand that with our phones, with all our devices, but we don't think about that with our body. Sleep recharges us. It just does. And sleep is something you can start improving today. You can right now. Um, if you just 
Cut out your, your looking at your phone for like an hour before bed. Studies have shown that can help you sleep better. Any, any type of exercise, 30-minute walk once a day, you'll sleep better at night. You have a routine. A lot of people have bedtime routines that they do. They do the same thing every night, getting ready for bed. Sleeping in a cold room can help you. you get under the covers, it's cold. That's my favorite. I just hate paying the electricity bill in the summer because I live in the South where it's a million degrees and the air conditioner runs all the time, but I like a cold room. And so we have to do those things to help keep us where we can get good sleep. And even, even when you're in bed, what you think about in bed sometimes. Some people get in bed and they start reviewing the whole day. They start thinking about everything. And I would challenge you, find something else to think about while you're going off to sleep. I meditate on scriptures. I take some specific scriptures. I think about them. That way I don't sit there and think about what have I got to do more? What did I do today? What have I not done that I'm forgetting? And I will drive myself crazy. Put some of these things into practice and I guarantee you'll have better sleep. Now, the other thing we have to do is learn how to turn off. Now, turning off is us intentionally doing something outside the stress, the normal stresses of life. And this is where guys used to do this all the time. They called it having a hobby. That's what a hobby is. What do you do for fun? What do you do that's fun that kind of rejuvenates you, that kind of recreates you? It kind of makes you excited about life again. You know, we think about sleep. That is one thing. But we need hobbies and things that kind of break that monotony of work. And it can be lots of things. You could be into exercise. You could be a do-it-yourselfer. You could play chess. You could paint. You could do yard work. You could build models. You could cook. There's all kinds of things you can do. You just want to find something you enjoy as a man. Schedule it into your life. Make it part of your routine. Make it a regular way that you can just kind of get away from everything. And speaking of getting away, getting away is a good thing. And it's called vacations. A lot of guys don't take their vacations. You know, I want to save up my vacation days. Well, okay, maybe maybe you want to save a few, but vacations should be planned and taken. They're there for a reason. They're there to give you a break during the year. And you will include elements that really fit you, elements of fun, elements of rest. Every person is different. So do a vacation you like. Some people love sitting on the beach reading a book. That's their idea of a perfect vacation. Some people, it's running around Disney and trying to ride all the rides in one day. That's their idea of a vacation. Some people like cruises. Some people like cabins. It doesn't matter. Find your thing and engage in it. Because a vacation helps you really unplug. You get away from everything. And one of those things can really help build you up. Because you go back to your world refreshed. You go back thinking, okay, I'm ready to get back into it. And a lot of guys see vacations as a, well, one day. I hope to do that one day. And they kind of see it as something that they can't do. A vacation doesn't have to be expensive. The point is just to get away. Find what you like. Experiment. Try some things. You know, for me, I know I'm not a camper. I don't like camping. It's not those things that I just want to do. I don't want to go put a, a tent. I saw the other day a video of someone had the tent on top of their vehicle. They slept in. And their dog would get down and then they would get down. And I was like, no. I'd rather be on a cruise ship. Cell phone can't get me. You know, uh, I can eat whenever I want. It's just one of my things. But you need to find your thing. What, what do you like for a vacation? 
Make that a part of your life because what that does is that helps you get rest. Rest is one of the quickest ways to get your focus back. You'll come back rested. You'll come back rejuvenated. And you want to make sure that it stays a priority for you. thing we can do to improve our focus is to practice resets. Now, when you think of resets, you think of computers a lot of times. And, and I'll be honest, this week, I, I had computer issues. And, and I'm trying to get the podcast out during March. I'm doing a podcast every day, Monday through Friday. And, and I mean, it's under the gun. And one day, nothing worked. My computer didn't work. It wouldn't render video. I couldn't even pull the audio off it. I, I tried everything and I spent the whole day doing stuff, thinking this is going to fix it. This is going to fix it. Nothing did. And that night I finally was just like, it's not going to work. So I didn't get a podcast out one day. And it was very frustrating. Well, what I ended up having to do was not only I reset my computer a bunch of times, but I actually got a program that went through and kind of cleaned out my computer. And it did a really big reset of it. I didn't have to reset it back to the original settings, but this kind of performed a reboot and resetting of it. And it kind of got the garbage out and it runs a lot better now. And you know, it's like that with us. We need to periodically do things in our life that kind of give us a reset, that kind of sets us back to, okay, okay, I'm feeling better now. I'm feeling kind of good. And there's different forms of resets you can do. There's not just one type. You know, one of the things you can do is do a purpose review. Purpose reviews are great resets. We need to have a purpose as a man. You know, it can be a purpose statement, a mission statement, a life plan, any one of those things. You just need to have something and you need to kind of pick a direction for yourself. And there's tons of good ones out there. You know, I've done different ones over the years. I've had purpose statements, mission statements. I've kind of changed them around and, and I keep kind of improving them as I grow, as I learn myself, where I'm going, what I want to do. And you know what? It just kind of helps you figure out, am I really living my life on purpose? And that's what a purpose reset does. And you want to have it and then periodically review it. Don't just do it one time and never think about it. Some people look at it weekly. Some people look at it daily. You want to figure out what works best for you to kind of keep yourself on purpose. That's a great way to do just a quick little reset to yourself. Am I really living on purpose or am I kind of getting off a little bit? Another thing is mentoring. Getting someone to speak into your life is a great way to really reset yourself, but it starts with permission. You have to give them permission to speak into your life. You do. You know, the old saying, when the student is ready, the master comes. There's a lot of truth in that. You have to want to get the advice or it's wasted mentoring. Why would a mentor waste his time on you? That's why some mentoring programs and masterminds and things like that, they have a fee because they want to know you're serious because what you pay for, you pay attention to. There's just a reality to that. But there's lots of good programs out there you can be a part of. There's books there's other courses, there's seminars, there's conferences. Every one of those things are ways you can reset. You don't want to put them down or not think of them. Even if you get one good thought out of a book, it's worth it. If you get one new idea from a conference, it was worth it. And that's what we want to look at. Even if you just get sharpened and just think, okay, I'm going to keep going the direction I'm going in. It was worth it. 
because what you did was you kind of reset yourself. And all of those things kind of practice those resets. And when someone comes in to mentor us, whether through a book, a coaching thing, a mastermind or a course or a seminar or whatever, they're giving us an outside perspective. And that's an important thing because sometimes as men, we get into our own head. I know what I need to do. I know this. I know that. And they come in and they challenge us. And speaking of challenges, challenges are a good way to reset. You can just challenge yourself. There's different ways you can challenge yourself that kind of does that internal reset. There may be a physical challenge. You know, okay, I'm going to sign up for a race that I've never done. I'm going to go hiking up a mountain, something that I've never done. Or a mental challenge. I'm going to read so many books this month or this year, things like that. An emotional challenge. I'm going to do a new personality test. I'm going to go to this workshop and learn how to engage in a better relationship with my wife. Or a spiritual challenge. I'm going to go to this weekend retreat. I'm going to read this book. I'm going to join this small group. There's different things we can do as men that challenge us. And that's a good thing. Men love challenges. We are, but sometimes we're not really good at incorporating them into our life. And and something that you don't want to overload, okay? You don't want to take on too many challenges at once. Sometimes we do that. But life without challenges can get kind of boring. A couple years ago, one of the challenges that was blowing up all over was the 75 hard challenge. You may have done it. I did. I know a bunch of people who did. And the 75 hard challenge is very simple. For 75 days, you follow a specific diet plan. You can pick what that is, but there's no alcohol, no cheat meals. You cannot cheat the whole time. You complete two 45-minute workouts every day, and one of them has to be outside. Now, it can be something as simple as just walking. Even if it's just walking down the street, two of those a day for 45 minutes. You drink a gallon of water every day. You read 10 pages of a book that makes you better, a self-improvement book, and you take a progress picture every day. And you do that for 75 days. And I, I knew a bunch of people who were doing it. Why? It was just a challenge. And there are challenges out there like that. They don't have to be that extreme. But you can perform a challenge where, hey, every day for the next month, 30 minutes, I'm walking outside, no matter what the weather is. Whatever the challenge you want to do, you can put one on yourself to help you kind of do that reset, kind of go, maybe I can do more than I think. Maybe I can accomplish more than I've ever done before. And that's something you want to think about. How are you practicing that reset? What are you doing? What are you incorporating into your life? What kind of mentors are speaking into you? What kind of challenges are you doing? How are you living on purpose? Each one of those is a way that reset ourselves, a way to refresh ourselves so we can live our best life now. All right, guys, closing out the show, we want to remember that we can improve our focus as men. In fact, our focus is a big part of who we are as men. And I want to challenge you to not let yourself get morphed into the man blob, which means every man is the same. People look, oh, all men are this way. All men are that way. This is where we don't accept that. We challenge that. And we do that by learning to focus to focus on who am I as an individual man? What are my gifts? What are my abilities? What am I doing to grow? What am I doing to improve myself? As you do that, you'll become more of who you're designed to be. 
and you'll have more impact in other people's lives and you'll live your life on purpose. And that kind of keeps you from becoming that man blob person who's just one of many. Now, no one can do it for you. No one can help you focus and make you focus unless you want to do it. You've got to want to. People can give you tips. They can give you ideas. That's what we just did on this podcast. But you have to do it. It's a big part of what being a man is. Learning how to focus yourself. Learning how to get that direction for yourself. Learning how to improve and living an impactful life. And remember, you need to live reality. You need to get rest. And you need to practice those resets. As you do that, your focus will improve as a man and you're going to take back what it means to be a man in our society today. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.